Hello, and welcome to Mysterious AF. I'm Charles, and joined today by Celesta. <laughs> joined together with Celesta, like usual. Joined together, sewn together. Sewn together. Um, at the hip. At the, at the hip. It's been a while, it seems like. It's been... You say that every time, Charles. Well, it's been over a month <laughs> since we recorded it has been the last episode, so it's just, it's been crazy winter weather up here. Valentine's Day happened. Oh, um, what'd you do? I forgot it was Valentine's Day. Uh, so, uh, so we got together with our friend Amber and ate pizza and watched Will and Grace. And I drank a lot of wine and I woke up on the couch yesterday morning. That sounds delightful. Yeah. What about you? No, we didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason to. I just like the candy. I mean, mostly we chocolate. show our love every day. So <laughs> I, That is beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> Um, anyway, we are so excited. We are joined by one of our three listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is Adam. And uh, yeah, he's been listening for a while. We're so excited that he's here. Um, so Adam, please tell me something about yourself. Because we don't know who yeah, you are. No, <laughs> yeah. It's great to be here. Um, sometimes you wonder how you got somewhere and you're not sure. I'm now here on a podcast. Uh, I'm a high school art teacher. Oh, wow. And I did 13 years at the middle school level. So. That sounds nice. So you have a lot of patience. Yeah. I do. That's good. Um, but I also, like, it's a brand new day every day with those kids. <laughs> so, um, that's why I like the weird and strange. That's why I taught middle school, so. Fun times. Awesome. But yeah, well, thank you for taking the time. To be here with us. We yeah. are having margaritas, and after this, we're having enchiladas and salsa, and it's all good good stuff. So, my friend Jill was supposed to be here. Sorry, Jill, that you're not here, but I'm glad that you're safe and not dead on the side <laughs> of the highway. Wow. Yes. Because there's been a snowstorm. Yeah. it's It would have been bad. It has been a blizzard to end all blizzards. I will say I'm a little excited to not have to share my first time on the podcast with someone else. <laughs> That's, but that makes fair. sense. Yeah, yeah. I so, I, plus this room would have been really good. <laughs> I know. We yeah, probably would have recorded in the living room. We, yeah, we would have, or in a car. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just thinking it would be enclosed, and yeah, yeah. we could have the heat on. Yeah, <laughs> die from the, the fumes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so this is episode 17, and we are talking wow. about the documentary, docu-series, Hillier. Um, this is episode one called The Midnight Children, just released this year on, and we watched it all on YouTube. Yeah. I think it might be on some other... I think it might be on Amazon Prime. Okay. But it's free on YouTube. Yeah, for free. Um, it's only an hour long. Uh, and it was recommended to us by my friend Deanna on Facebook. Oh, thanks, Deanna. That yeah. was a good recommendation. Yeah. Um, Sucked me right in. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised um, since I don't know Deanna. <laughs> well, but I was surprised, you. too, because she doesn't seem like the type that would like this sort of thing. Yeah. And I hadn't heard about it until you told me. Yeah. And right. I think, did I tell you about it? It's yeah, like, you told me about it. And then I found out that if you watched, we've got like the Roku stick. Uh-huh. If you watch through that. No commercials. If you rewatch on your laptop, commercials Wait, every like five seconds. And you had commercials? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I did <laughs> I anything. Witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Witchcraft. Okay. 
So the description for this is, in 2012, a paranormal writer receives a panicked email from a man named David who claims that creatures are lurking on his property. (laughs) After five years of twists, a team travels to Kentucky to find out what truly happened. So yeah. So let's let's just jump right into this. Get in well, nice and deep. I wanted to just this was presented by Planet Weird, which is that Greg and Dana's company? Or? That's what I thought. Okay. Did you know anything? Let me put you on the spot. <laughs> okay. What is this? I mean, I know them both very well. <laughs> but um I th- I think that's the website that they're together they on. Run okay, or their know. YouTube channel or something. But they produce a lot of videos. I haven't had the time to l- watch anymore. But I thought that this started with a very like, as having Blair Witch flashbacks with yeah. the opening scene. I just like okay, yeah, definitely. They're like running through what looks to be jungle, but I think it's just Kentucky. Yeah, it was like a tall field. It reminded yeah. me of ET. Yeah. Like when they're uh, finding him out in the field and just anytime people are running through grass, like tall fields at night and there's weird noises, that's just creepy. Jurassic or you're Park? Get, yes, you're getting attacked by velociraptors, right. which I'd rather deal with those than E.T. E.T. was like puntable though. Like you could just like, <laughs> yeah. he's low to the ground. Velociraptors okay, cut you open and start eating you okay, before you but die. Okay, if Chris Pratt can train them, I think I can. Okay. So... No. You know, yeah, but like a ten-year-old trained ET with Reese's pieces, that's way easier. Wait, okay, easier. yeah, ET was point. not going to eat you. <laughs> These are valid points. I'll take them into consideration <laughs> next time I find myself in a field. Of tall he grass. doesn't believe us, but that's fine. <laughs> so when you meet that fork of the road, it's like Velociraptors or ET. You're like, fine, I'll go with ET. <sighs> I like Reese's pieces too. <laughs> For the chocolate, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they are running through a field, or walking, I don't know. It's somewhere in eastern Kentucky, and you're just immediately like, what is happening? And then we're launched into this whole thing about synchronicity. Yeah, it was um, a lot of synchronicity, (laughs) which I feel like is the theme of this episode. Uh, We are flashed to one year earlier, kind of... Meet this guy who doesn't show Carl Pfeiffer, who I think is a producer or a cameraman on the show. He's pretty much in it just at the beginning. Um, and he was talking about the Euphemet podcast, episode 16, As Above, So Below. And they're talking about Goblin Case from 1955. I haven't listened to this podcast. I actually put it in my subscription. Yeah, to I tried to, to listen to this episode, but it's not episode 16. Oh, so I don't know if there's like, because Euphemet is still out there, but mm-hmm. I don't know if there's older episodes that he got rid of or like restarted this podcast, but episode 16 does have Greg in it, but they're talking with another guy and like interviewing him about all of his experiences. Okay. And nothing about this comes up and it's not even called the same thing. As above, so below. Yeah. It's called Shadows or something and they're talking about. Well, that's tricky. Yeah. That is tricky. So, and I googled it. And I'm like, well, maybe there's past episodes, maybe, there, but I couldn't find anything. So, I'm very confused about this. Anyway, mm. yeah. So, so synchronicity storm. Synchronicity <laughs> storm. What's yeah. synchronicity? Um, I don't. Why are you oh, asking gosh. me? He's the teacher. Uh, <laughs> much like deja vu, except more poignant. I think uh, it's just 
throw a lot of big words out and it sounds good. It does. Um, it's it's things that seem random but have a deeper, more seemingly intentional driven meaning. Connection, meaning, yeah. 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 Perfect. Wow. Okay. You get an A. Yes. <laughs> that was beautiful. I'm just glad you didn't ask math. <laughs> <laughs> well, as if we could correct you if you were wrong. <laughs> so we we basically are hearing about how all these people came together to make this documentary. So like Charles said, Carl, the filmmaker, is talking about how he met Greg and Dana, who are the paranormal researchers, and he met them at the Stanley Hotel for some meetup or something, or they were just there with their traveling paranormal museum that they do. I don't know. But they became friends, and later... Carl is listening to an episode that Greg is in, or I guess that Charles mentioned, mm-hmm. and he's sort of, he's tweeting out like, oh, this is great, and Greg is responding like, thanks, and then they're, the blog that Greg and Dana run automatically retweets the story about the Goblins case, and Carl's is like, oh, that's cool that you, you know, ponied off of this thread we've already got going, and then they find out that it wasn't an intentional post, and Oh, synchronicity, synchronicity, synchronicity. It really kind of seemed like they were just making that up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this could have happened, but... Just, they were really yeah. pushing hard. Yeah. And at this point, I'm just kind of like, okay. But it's well done. Like, it's yeah. it's got some good music and like, I don't know. I was like, oh my God. Shoveling more popcorn into my mouth as it like <laughs> went along. <laughs> And then we get to Cincinnati, Ohio, where Greg and Dana work, uh, live, sorry, and I guess work. And we just learn more about their lives. And they seem like really nice people. Yeah, right? like I would like, hang out with them. Yeah. I would go see them. I was thinking, like, of all the documentaries we've watched, they seem like the least kooky or, like, I mean, mm-hmm. they're kooky, but... <laughs> but they're not, like, caricatures of yeah. people, like... They're believable. Yeah. They seem to be down to earth. They have a cute house. Cute house. I like that they had their own thing that they're good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she was like, I hate aliens, but he's into it. But I love ghosts, and he doesn't trust those. Right. And so I just put it as, like, she's a little country. He's a little bit rock and roll <laughs> when it comes to paranormal. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the part where we see her burning rocks and, yeah, like, spritzing the rocks. I didn't. Is that some kind of witchcraft thing? Probably. I'm pretty sure she's using sage on them. Oh. Which, like, you can sage or smudge a house and, like, clean a space. So, I yeah. think... So, she was she just was, cleaning her rocks. Yeah, like, purifying them. Maybe they're crystals or something. They looked just, like, ugly-ass rocks to me, but... Well, they are probably more than that. Yeah. I feel like they're trying to sell us that she's the supernatural one, because there's, like, behind her a random box that I just have. Random occult collection. <laughs> there's, like, sage, tarot, <laughs> stones, random box, like, just... You gotta have Look it at all. her. Yeah. Look at her. <laughs> She's she, she. Look at her though. She's super cute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I liked her. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I liked both of them. They they seem cool. I like. I said I'd go to their house for a Halloween party. <laughs> I will say I was kind of rolling my eyes at this point just because of all the background information. I was like, I don't. Yeah. I don't really care about the investigators. I want to know about the creepy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's like on. American Ninja Warrior, where there's a guy and they're like, he's a youth pastor and he lives in a van. I'm like, I don't care. Just let him run. Like, but I, I guess, interestingly enough, that they have been investigating paranormal stuff for 25 years, or at least Greg has. So it's like yeah. they they have a track record. This isn't just like their first 
well, few times out doing stuff. Yeah, and I liked how they talked about how they started with ghosts and then went to like Bigfoot and then went to cryptids and mm-hmm. um, other stuff. They crossed the lines. I mean, I think they're mostly ghost people, but yeah. Let's just discover it all, like Mulder and Scully would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because he had a, a group with his friends mm-hmm. called Ghost Hunters Incorporated. Which is a cute name. It is. And <laughs> although cute. they had a their quote on their website was, we're more hard- hardcore than you. <laughs> I, I just kind of rolled my eyes. But then they showed that picture, and it was kind of a weird picture of, like... With all the guns 12, and 12, 18-year-olds with, like... Yeah. A hatchet, a shotgun, a mace, yeah. a sword. Yeah. Like it was paranormal <laughs> investigator is not the first thing that pops into <laughs> my mind when I see a bunch of white kids holding weapons. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> what are these white supremacists doing? Gary, he, I think he kind of admitted it was like not a great photo. They were just kids being. They were just being stupid. dumb, but <laughs> they were having a good time. But that that website, the Ghost Hunters Inc., led them to the email from the guy from yeah. David. Yep. Which I was wondering, I was like, I couldn't tell how often he goes back to check this Ghost Hunters email. He said every few months. Okay. So I was like, how long have these little creatures been assaulting David's right. family? <laughs> and you've long. just been not checking your <laughs> inbox. Yeah. So he gets this email. And he because they still have this old website up from his old ghost hunting days. They don't do Ghost Hunters Incorporated anymore. But there's still an email address attached to it. And he checks it every few months. So he gets this email from David. Who says that he got his information through a mutual friend. Terry Wrist. Terry Wrist. Um, and then we get basically into the letter. Ugh. Or the email. Where little creatures are coming out of a mine shaft close by and are terrorizing David's family. Yeah, they, it was a three-page email. I don't know if he said that, but that's what he said he finally received. And these... Creatures were the size and stature of small children, and they would peer through the windows. And then, in all caps, I wrote, took dog? Question mark? I know. I've got that stuff. with question exclamation yeah. mark as well. Um, and David admits to being afraid to enter the mine by himself. Um, and that, this is where he got, um, he reached out to Terry Rist, who knew of Greg and Dana's investigative work. So it's, it is very eerie when he's reading this email just because I don't know if it's the sound effects and like the music and then like the images um just I don't know like being spied on by anybody but like also thinking of creepy small children sized things looking at you through your windows just gives me the willies the wiggins the wiggins (laughs) (laughs) yeah when I first listened to this I thought I actually thought the letter was kind of unbelievable I was enjoying the show, but when I got to the letter, I was like, nah. it just seemed too much information, too, too, almost too well written, if that makes sense. He's to be a doctor. A, well, I didn't know that at the time. Oh. Doctor of what, though? They yeah, never exactly. specified. <laughs> <laughs> a doctor's a doctor. <laughs> but, but I was just like, this does not sound like a Kentucky man being terrorized by aliens. It thought of, it seemed like a really well thought out email. Well, I mean, like, if you're in a panic trying to get help, maybe, I mean, maybe you do sit down and formulate your thoughts. But it had all this evidence, and then, I don't know, I watched it a second time today, and I was like, it's, it's, I mean, it's believable, I guess, once you know he's a doctor, and it's pretty creepy. Whoever they got to do the voice for the readover 
I think like, that... like nailed the creepy. Like, <laughs> that, that was goosebumps when he started factor. talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It Especially was... their, the little girl's story where Ooh, yeah, that uh, was... they couldn't reach the window, so they just sat there tapping, tapping on it. it. Oh, <laughs> that's like giving me goosebumps now thinking about that. I don't even know why, but it. When I when I was hearing this, did you guys see the movie Signs with the Mel Gibson? Yeah. I love that movie just because there's so much that's creepy about it that isn't like in your face creepy, but like when they see the figure standing on the roof, yeah. When they see the leg, like just like creepy stuff like that, just that really gets me. Like the end of the movie, I was like, okay, I'm not scared anymore, but like all that leading up to it, just yeah, thinking of something being on your land. Right around your house, watching you and yeah. tapping on your fucking window. And so. they were, yeah, they were breaking into his shed. They were rifling through his stuff. They were stealing his kids' toys. Um, lots of weird stuff going around. When he described their noises as guttural yeah, chirping, chirping, and I was just like, that's... What is ugh, that? That's just creepy. I don't know. I was thinking of dolphin noises for some reason. Well, chirping. Mm-hmm. Like birds chirp. But, I mean, at this point, did you guys think that the creatures, like, if he had gone outside, do you think they would have attacked him? I don't know. Because to <laughs> me, I'm like, it just sounds like they're, like, mischief makers. Yeah. Like, those little elves that live in the trees and bake cookies. Like, they don't... They want to have a good time. Yeah, they don't sound like they'd attack him, but if there's a bunch of them... Yeah. You know, there's always that mob mentality. <laughs> you don't know eat him! That. Let's eat yes, them! Get him! <laughs> well, the dog did. was delicious! He'll be better! Yeah. <laughs> well, they... The daughter described him as, like, the little bald kids that don't yes. wear clothes. And I'm like, why aren't they wearing clothes? And if, they, if they're if they not doing anything, like, they're not dragging you out of your house. I was like, are these, like, extraterrestrial raccoons? Like, they're just, like, <laughs> getting in the trash, going through the shed. Like, well, that what's was, going on? Speaking yeah. of raccoons, he did describe the chirping was, like, skunks. <laughs> so I was I like, didn't so know skunks yeah. made noises. They do. <laughs> I thought they, they just kind of snorted. What did they sound like, Charles? like jasper (laughs) so there was a sculpture that kept like being shown in the background of like what the aliens might look like and i don't know if you guys have seen the movie galaxy quest yes Mm -hmm. but there's like the little blue creatures that look all cute and nice but then turn evil it looked like one of those it did but i think that's just like i mean they have drawings later on of what these things are supposed to look like. And to me, they're not the same thing. I mean... The drawings with the big eyes, they reminded me of Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. I can see that. I don't know. Like, that was the first thing that popped into my That's mind. That's true. Stitch. Well, Greg... So, Greg is interested, but they're hesitant. And they're like, look, we're going to need some evidence before we truck it down to Kentucky. Because at this point, they're in Canada. And so, they get it. Uh, David ends up sending them photographs of footprints in the mud. And then also some, I don't know, photos of the actual creatures, which I was like, I don't see anything, but <laughs> okay. You Nobody could, really. Like, yeah. it's really stretching. Like, when they show you these photos, they're like, well, this looks like a gray alien from the side. And I'm like... I know. I was like, what are you seeing? I don't... How do I see this? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> well, figure it out. I will say, I watched it this first. I watched it on my tablet, and then I watched it on the big screen TV, and I could see it a lot more. Like, it would be more believable when I watched it bigger, but I was still like, this is still bullshit. What did you think of the footprints? 
Well, you know, they talk about the dermal ridges, which I guess was like, I guess that's the only thing that kind of would make me believe in this. But I was like, how do we know that he doesn't have like some kind of put to cobble together taxidermied um, like ostrich foot or something? And <laughs> what the fuck was that? Did you hear that? Yeah. That sounded like guttural chirping to me. <laughs> oh, I think it maybe was a cork. Okay. <laughs> From a bottle? Yeah, that was scary. Our husbands are drinking it up out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it, I'm, of course, still thinking that it's not real, but... <sighs> I liked it, man. I did, too. I, it I liked it, good. too. But I would liked it a lot more Obviously. if I could have gone and inspected it for myself. I mean, yeah, part of me is like, this could be faked. We need to get to Kentucky. And I don't go into think the mines. I want to go to Kentucky anymore. They have fried chicken. They have whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We will be set. Our arteries will be clogged and will be devoured by goblins. T- Tennessee's whiskey is better. I'll just throw that Whoa. out there. Apologies to all Kentucky <laughs> listeners, but it's okay. You got to okay. speak your truth. <laughs> I also have the like. They did some really like pensive, poignant shots of Greg, just like. Staring out the window <laughs> and sitting on a bench, like well, because Doctor Dave stopped emailing after yeah. the after the foot, like right. he didn't email anymore, and it made Greg super sad. <laughs> it's like sleepless in Seattle, <laughs> <laughs> or you've got mail. I guess that was the yeah. Doctor Greg, I mean Doctor, sorry, Doctor Dave said that he was moving out of the house, so he he went back to move stuff out and took those photos, and then apparently just left and was probably just done with. If it was real, he was probably just done with the whole thing. Or if he saw figures that he was trying to take photos of, he might have been too freaked out to really continue with anything. Well, part of me wonders at this point, because didn't his brother-in-law or somebody go back with him to get their stuff? And if he's taking these pictures, wouldn't you have shot something at these creatures? Like a firework or a gun or something? I mean... It depends on the kind of person you are. Are you the person that would shoot Bigfoot if you saw him, or would you just yeah. try to take a picture? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no need to finish that thought. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'd shoot it. Murder um, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want a new coat. A Bigfoot coat. Stinky. Yeah, no. No, I don't... Like, I, I mean, if these creatures had been terrorizing me and my family and forced me to leave my beautiful property in Kentucky... I would probably be fed up and I would put some kind of like coon traps or something out for them. <laughs> Just like coon traps? Like yeah, it. some kind of trap, like a bear trap. Right. Like, haha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe. feel I feel at this point I would be very aggravated. I feel like at this point I would just be like, I want to get my stuff and I want to get out of here. But then I would also... be dicking around setting traps. <laughs> 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 they don't come out in the daytime. And then though. what do you do when you trap one? Um, you sell it. <laughs> You go on YouTube. Who is the alien buyer? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like he is sitting on a little bit. What am I keeping it in? Am Um, I a cage? I have to now go buy like a large dog crate or something. Yeah, I mean, (sighs) Charles. Well, I'm just saying that there. This is a way to make money. You're right, but he's a doctor. He doesn't need to make money. That's true. We still don't know doctor of what, but. philosophy <laughs> don't ruin my reputation as doctor of philosophy <laughs> so then i had that we had the hopkins bill oh, that yeah. was the only other case yeah. you guys know about this guy yeah i felt a weird 
Connection? Synchronicity oh. to this because it wasn't the Euphemet podcast, but a different podcast I listened to uh, where they do like a true crime story and then a paranormal story. Oh. They had just recently covered this and I was like, this sounds so familiar. But then I Google Maps it and I was like, that's six hours away. I don't know if goblins can travel that far. But yeah, like in 1955, there was a family of circus performers that were trapped on a farm and were assaulted by little alien visitors who did the same thing. Like, they peered in the windows, they stood on the roof, but by the end of it, they thought that it was just owls, which I feel like is the most, like, roller eyes, like, oh, sure, it's just owls. That's what they always say, barn owls. Barn owls. But weirdly enough, this, the Hopkinsville thing was also where they got the phrase, little green men. Hmm. Like... They describe them as little gray men, but some yeah. reporter is like, no, gray's a dumb color. Green's better. Yeah. And oh. that's where the phrase actually comes from. And they host, there's all sort of festivities in Hopkinsville mm-hmm. about these little alien visitors. Yep. Okay, two things. That's interesting. I did not know about that. <laughs> but also, I didn't know they, this was a family of circus performers. Well, <laughs> I don't know if they were all circus performers, but at least two of the family members Two or three of the family members that were staying there at the time were waiting for, like, another circus or, what do you call it, fair, carny, carnival, to come through to get work for. Carny's offensive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carnies. Um, but Astonishing Legends did a really good Oh, and I coverage. listened to that one, but coverage I guess I skipped this, this one. So if you're really interested in this Goblins case, they did. I think it's like a three-part series they did covering this case. Hmm. But yeah, and they they tried to shoot at. They did try to shoot at these things. Right. And it seemed like nothing happened. Like the bolts bounced off and there's a metallic sound. Yeah, they said they, like four boxes of bullets on these things and didn't hurt anything. So So there you go, Charles. How do you kill it now? Um. Coon traps. Coon traps. Tornado. <laughs> anyway, yeah, interesting case. And we get, I think here too, we get like really good drawings of what at least the Hopkinsville people saw with the big eyes and the pointy ears. Pointy ears, like elephant Flappy ears. Pointy ears, yeah. Which Greg tried to talk away at one point. He was like, you know, maybe those were goggles. Yeah. And I was like, so they're not wearing clothes, but they wear, wear goggles. goggles with fake ears on them. I'm like, that, I don't buy it, Greg. Sounds well, yeah, because I think some of the stories of how they looked were different. So then they were like, oh, maybe that was a removable headpiece or goggles or something. But I don't know. Yeah. That's I'm a good to... point. Why wear clothes? But Well, maybe they don't have need for clothes. They don't have, like, genitalia. But they need goggles. It's still so weird to me. Like, Maybe they have bad eyesight. <laughs> Maybe they... Yeah. <laughs> Charles. It, yeah. I mean, that sounds... That sounds fair. Accurate. They don't have contacts. Nope. Uh. Then we kind of get into who this cherry wrist is, or isn't, I guess. Um, Greg doesn't know who this is. He doesn't have a friend or anybody he knows that goes by ter- Terry Wrist. And then he's like, if you think about it, if you say it real fast, kind of sounds like terrorist. So it's probably a made-up name. And I was like, oh. I did not think of that. 
I didn't either. I didn't catch that until the second time I watched Me it. Me too. <laughs> like, I did as soon as they said it. I was like, that sounds so dumb. <laughs> like, that's phone calls I used to make as a kid. <laughs> Terry Wrist. <laughs> but there were a lot of weird, like, ideas around Terry Wrist, like, that have magic to summon aliens. Yeah. Is something that Terry Wrist was into, was that maybe aliens aren't aliens, that there's magic to get them here. And that he was part of a Vietnam vet group oh, yeah. that would go into caves, fight alien bases. And I just have, I'd watch that movie. Yes. Um, because, so if you Google Terry Wrist, the only thing that came up, or the only thing that came up for Greg was the mention of Terry Wrist in this book, Secret Ciphers of Euphonauts. I was like, how do you pronounce that? Euphonauts. <laughs> Secret Cyphers of the UFO Nuts. Um, and there in the pe- in the appendix, there was an interview with this guy named Terry Wrist. Yeah, claiming he went around Vietnam during the Vietnam War and cleared out alien bunkers or something like that. I don't know if it was in Vietnam. But just during the time? But, but I think around that time, because I think they were vets. Like, they had all fought in Vietnam. And then they okay. were like, the government was like, hey, hey. you're going to kill them people. We need you to go clear some alien caves i asked my dad about this because he was in (laughs) vietnam (laughs) did he know people that did this no but he said that he overheard on the radio like jets would chase down bogeys and they wouldn't be able to catch up with them and they disappear and then he's like yeah the the guys at like i don't know what control or whatever wouldn't would never be surprised when something got away and they couldn't catch up with it Hmm. i was like that's interesting. And you hear that a lot about, well, in war times when jets are flying around and then all of a sudden this thing comes out of nowhere and they try to chase it and it Blows flies out of water. off. Yeah. Well, that's where Foo Fighters got yeah, their name. Exactly. That's what they called them. I forget. I don't know what war that happened in, but they would call them Foo's. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the world wars. I don't yeah. know if it was one or two, but yeah. I learned a lot today, guys. <laughs> Charles. Pop I can't believe culture, you're in this on. podcast and you don't even know about the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Um, I know their music. I just didn't know that's where it came from. Forgive me. I'm so sorry. Anyway, can we get to the point where I know about something? Yes, let's do it. So October 2012, <laughs> we are taken to Brown Mountain, North Carolina, where I have been. <gasps> Were you abducted by aliens? Unfortunately, no. I oh. had to hike instead. <laughs> uh, no. no free rides. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> can you just like take me up to the top of the mountain, please? These legs are tired. Look, Nate, I made it. <laughs> um, so the so Greg and Dana are meeting a contact out at Brown Mountain, which is very well known for these the Brown Mountain Lights for alien activity, um, and so they were basically trying to figure out if they could make themselves get abducted by aliens. They were not abducted by aliens. Spoiler. Um, but they were hunting for an entrance to an underground base where aliens um, had set up shop. With... As told to them by a psychic. Right. Right. And they're with Micah Hanks. Do you know Micah? Did you meet him on Brown Mountain? <laughs> I sure didn't, but... Did you meet uh... his Uncle Tom? <laughs> Hanks. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I also realized I had to say Hanks because it sounded boring. Uncle Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also they talked about like pillars in front of the cave and there's this crazy stone slab. Yeah. And in the video, 
They didn't show any mm, of that. No. They did not. But <laughs> Nate was bored at work and decided to take it upon himself to interpolate the GPS coordinates that we eventually find out that they were, were given. And he's like, I think I found out where they would have been. Oh. So next time I'm in North Carolina, I'm going to this alien cave. And I'm going to climb up through that hole. I'm not because I'm terrified. I'm claustrophobic. Nate will. And we will <laughs> we will find out if there's really any well, kind of remnants in there. I, yeah, this was kind of disappointing because they're talking about this opening and like this. Oh, look. Yeah, that slab. It looks like it's not natural. And they never give like a clear video of what they're looking at. The camera's shaky and it's right. dark. I get that it's dark, but it's just like, can you just give us a nice shot of what? You're even looking at like draw an arrow on the screen yeah. and point to the slab yeah. that is blocking this because yeah. I'm Take having a, a hard picture. time. Take <laughs> right. a picture. Yeah. yeah, still picture. It was kind of, and then I wasn't really sure why we were even looking at this, but it kind of plays into emails later, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I also thought that Micah looked like he could possibly be a killer. Maybe. That's the other thing. Like he's hiding bodies behind that slab. Right. Yeah. And if they weren't filming this, he would have killed them. Well, that's... He could have killed Allegedly. them after he killed them. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. We just wouldn't see the tape. <laughs> so weird emails continue. Well, because Terry, Terry Wrist emailed versus yes. David, Dr. David Christie emailing. Right. And Terry Wrist can't type correctly or spell <laughs> for shit. So It's probably a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. He is talking about, well, I really didn't take good notes about this. I apologize. So he's talking about Hillier and he's talking about ink and black and he's sending these numbers and apparently they are the GPS coordinates to the cave that they were just at that we saw in the last scene and nobody else knew that they went there. So they're feeling stalked and like yeah. they're being watched by the government syndicate a ghost a a, a bigfoot a fucking ghost an alien they also said that none of them assumed it was gps like when they were sent the picture he's like we tried it as a credit card it's like why would credit card be your first (laughs) go-to if someone is like you should look deeper i'd be like oh gps thank you but here's a credit card go shop on amazon (laughs) Yeah. yeah i agree it was also the photo of the numbers was taken there's like a book you could see, like, words from a book under there. No one explored what book that was or what it said. And I'm like, it could be more clues. Oh. Yeah, I don't... I mean, <sighs> unless it comes up in future episodes, I don't know. Because yeah. episode two, which I think you... Did you watch, Adam? No. I have watched. And I, I meant to say earlier, I had written down, I was like, and they never saw Carl again from the beginning because oh yeah like they like he was the one leading the episode and then all of a sudden like he disappears you never see him again he comes back in episode two everybody he's okay um thank goodness i was worried he's not dead after they start getting emails from terry wrist they're like hey so another ufologist got emails and letters from a dude and he talked all about the mothman yeah, I was like, John we're, Keel. All, we're all over the place with what these little creatures might be. So we're like, we're talking to psychics. We've got a dude talking to aliens. It's everything. They're everything. They're everything and anything. But, I mean, it's kind of connected in a way that they keep saying, like, you know, people think they're aliens. People think... 
Bigfoot is a Bigfoot, but what if Bigfoot is like a ghost and these aliens aren't actually aliens, that they live here, or yeah. or Bigfoot and aliens and ghosts are all interdimensional beings just crossing over accidentally or maybe on purpose. Like, maybe we're thinking of them all wrong, which I think kind of brings it all together, but it is it is kind of a mess at the, the same time. The window areas, because yeah. yeah. when we shut doors, you open windows, windows to other dimensions. Open. That's what my mom always said. Well, not the dimensional part, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Why has she not come onto the podcast? I had not heard of window areas, but it was an interesting um, theory to think about, because I'd never been like... But um, the the difference, though, between John Keel's letters and Greg and Dana's, John Keel, it seemed like whoever was writing the letters to him wanted him to stop investigating mm-hmm. the paranormal stuff, and Mothman and Greg and Dana's person seems to want to help them continue because he's like look at the numbers look at ink and black and blah 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 blah. yeah and they said that you're so close like yeah why did, why you, did stop? you stop yeah and that's like this part where they're like referencing multiple things i'm like i still want to know is this just leading up to like some sort of hollywood movie that's going to come out <laughs> because it's seeming more like a found footage film than like a documentary where they're looking into yeah. things mm-hmm. like what is what are you leading to yeah, I am. But, I mean, that's the genius of this, too. Right? You want to keep watching. I mean, I did. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, what do they find? They have these photos already. We know that they're going to go to Kentucky. It's like, I don't know. It seems exciting. It's like, and they seem like, what was that rock? American Ghost Hunter was so dramatic and, like, over the top in their production. It was just so corny and cheesy. This one is, I mean, it's kooky. It's a... It's a paranormal doc, but like. But nobody's been walking in slow motion with rock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like. Yet. It's a little more down to earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to know, you want to go with them and see what they find. It piques your curiosity big time. I thought you say walking in slow mo with rock music. Again, I have sad, <laughs> pensive Greg. And like, there's multiple times where they just like cut to Greg, like leaning on a railing, staring off into nothing. But maybe that's thinking. who Greg is. <laughs> Maybe he's doing that a lot. Man, poor Dana. <laughs> yeah. She's like, my husband. I guess I'm just going to go light some sage. <laughs> yeah, no wonder. She's just like, spritz the rocks, please. <laughs> um, I did like the, they talked about the cave system, the yes. mammoth caves, yeah. that if you lay a map over it, the caves run all through the Appalachians and from Helier to... Kansas Hopkins. City. There we go. <laughs> it's like, what's the name yeah. of the place? Yeah. Uh, Hopkinsville. Right. And it connects. And maybe these creatures are popping up like gophers or something <laughs> out of the cave system. Yeah. I thought this mammoth cave system equals a hellmouth. It was an important yeah. note that I had. Definitely. Um, Guys, but this was, this was the creepiest part to me. Where I was just like, what if? There's like an unknown species living in these caves. Ooh. Did you ever see the movie The Descent? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That freaked me out. Mm-hmm. The little bat people. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. I love that movie, but it is creepy. Ugh. And I don't like to think about it. I don't know. <laughs> Just go into a cave wearing some raw meat and see what happens. <laughs> I think when you go into the cave you are the raw meat. Yeah. Or that, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there maybe yeah maybe there's a species of creature. When they tie it to folklore, they're like, oh, my grandparents called it the Tommy Knockers or yeah, the awesome. the this or the that. And they're like, 
These things have been seen forever and by lots of people. We just all called it different names. And then they popped out and we are just like, eh, aliens. It's cool. So we need to start throwing dynamite in the the caves. (laughs) All the caves. (laughs) Fracking. (laughs) It could be the government's way of taking care of the aliens. (laughs) And we're trying to stop them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's creepy. I've been on, like, have you guys done cave tours? Anyone? Yeah, like Cave of the Winds. Something. It sounds, sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it sounds like a thing. It's like, I don't know. We went to Blenville Caverns in North Carolina, um, which was difficult. There was one part where they're like, okay, if you are really claustrophobic, don't come into this room. And I was like, I took my meds. I can do this. And then I like got closer. I was like, nope. And it was, they're like, you can't see the bottom in this room because blah, blah, blah. Um, but I've done Carl's Bad Caverns too, which was a lot more accessible i feel like but um hmm. yeah caves are just not my thing i, uh, I only remember doing one tour and which it was like my caves do you I remember don't know. where you were i think it was like we used to drive back and forth to west virginia a lot to visit family so i feel like it was like a random stop we did okay on a family trip but yeah. I, I couldn't tell you where what state <laughs> glad you can get dragged away by goblins yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> I've been in Colorado caves and Southern Missouri caves, so I have not spotted goblins yet, which makes me a little sad if yeah. they're that prevalent. Like, well, I mean, it sounds like they aren't in the popular caves; they're in the mines, closed mines, open hearts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then we see. We get this weird little snippet, and I I couldn't really understand what the hell they were talking about. Greg and Dana go to record something for somebody. In Cave City? In Cave City, Kentucky. I don't know if it's like an advertisement. I, I couldn't understand what they were doing, but they were just taking some B-reel, and this little girl's watching them, and eventually she comes up to him and says that she knows that they're monster hunters, and she sees monsters. And they're like... What do you mean you see monsters? Like, under your bed? Ha, ha, ha. And she's like, no, we see them coming out of the mines. And everyone sees them. My friends see them. My dad. My mom. You know. And they ask her to draw a picture. And sure enough, she gets the footprint and the basic face of a goblin Mm -hmm. thing. I didn't think the footprint looked like a footprint. I know. (laughs) It It looked more like an arm with three fingers. Yeah. Yeah. It was long. Or a fried shrimp? Like, I don't know. (laughs) She was fooling nobody. (laughs) But they take this as a... Another sign. Synchronicity type deal. High strangeness. High strangeness. (laughs) And they said it was off camera. So they're like, the producers didn't send her nothing... Right. ...was supposed to happen with this. And her little drawing of the face... Like, they cut back and forth between her drawing and the supposed, like, Hopkinsville and other stuff. Her drawing had little tiny eyes. And they're like, she got the eyes right. And then they show a picture of the face and, like, the eyes take up, like, most right. of the face. And right. I'm like, um, <laughs> well, sure. Okay. Yeah. Her head how, was too big. How old was this girl? It's like, <laughs> she should draw better. As an art teacher, <laughs> I'm saying her well, drawings could have been better. She doesn't have a good art teacher, obviously. Kentucky. <laughs> oh, burn. oh, wow. Coming Again, apologies swinging. to all Kentuckian <laughs> listeners. 
Well, they're going to come for your board. Our guest views do not reflect <laughs> yeah. our views. Yeah. So the next thing I had was October 2015, where Dana and Greg, they have a free weekend, so they decide they're going to road trip it on down to Hellier, and they're going to ask about goblins. Hashtag relationship goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess we're getting close to the end. Yep, we are. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Wow, already? <laughs> Helier is nothing but a gas station and pizza shop combined, from what I could understand of them. Yeah. Yep. But Greg gets out, he's asking around, and he gets, like, decent information or stories from the locals. It seems like people have Bigfoot stories, or they know somebody who has a story, and a lot of them have claimed to see footprints, or, you know, a bunch of them have... He's being crowded around, like, at this gas station. People are like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. One of the guys that was talking, his voice reminded me of Nate's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. (laughs) I put that I love a hick accent, and his was perfect. (laughs) They did talk about how, and in the newspaper, there was a giant UFO that hovered over their town right in the middle of the day, and it was written about in the Appalachian... Appalachian. Appalachian News Express. Yep. Um, and they have pictures and the news story, the original news story from like the local news crew. Yeah. That's pretty, I mean, good evidence. It was like a cylinder type thing. They said you could see it turning and yeah. like the light shining off the different sides of it. Yeah. It was very interesting. I have to look that up. So then David and I mean, Dana. <laughs> I made them into a gay couple. David and Greg, <laughs> Dana and Greg uh, are driving around the town, and they think they found uh, Dr. Dave's abandoned house. But their reasoning for why they thought it was his house was ridiculous. They're like, it's an abandoned house, and there's a shed. Yeah. <laughs> and like, kids toys. And, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, um, but also, it, I was like, well, get out and look at it. Like, look for footprints. Get the fuck out of that car. Yeah, nobody's around. Nobody's, like, gonna tell you to get lost. You're like, in the small-ass town. Who's gonna yeah. tell you to get away from the house? But they just drive by and, like, taking secret video of it. And I'm like, get in the woods and freaking do your job. And they blurred the video. Yeah. So you couldn't even see the yeah. house. It's like, <laughs> is that house that, like, damning that we have to hide its identity? Yeah. I guess. They probably just don't want people showing up. So then the next thing I had was cliffhanger. (laughs) The end. You had the same thing? (laughs) I I never went to cliffhanger. Yeah. So it it ends pretty abruptly. Um, But we know it's a series. It's a series. And you said there's eight? Five. Five. So there's only four more episodes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Carl and his beautiful beard come back next episode. Oh, thank goodness. Carl. (laughs) Carol. Carol. So, finishing this, I felt creeped out and intrigued to watch more, but I didn't. Because um, <laughs> I was crunched for time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, you... I, like, I like this a lot. Like, I finished it, and I immediately wanted to watch the next episode. And did you? I did. Yeah. You both have, and I haven't. Mm-hmm. It's good. Although, I mean, it's another cliffhanger, and I'm like, if this doesn't pick up speed, I'm going to be really pissed off. <laughs> Did you watch the third yet? I haven't watched the third. Okay, or yeah. I started, maybe? I don't know. A few know. minutes in, maybe? Yeah. Just more synchronicity, that's all I can say. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, Do you guys have any of that? Because I have a really, well, a really good example of synchronicity. But anything like that ever 
Anything like that happened to you where you're just like, that was weird? Probably, but I can't remember. Yeah. The Tell only your story. The only reason I remember is because I went to the thrift store the other day and I was like, oh yeah, this is where it happened. I was, <laughs> one day, I biked over to this thrift store on my lunch break just to tool around and I met this guy in the parking lot who happened to be, and this was years ago before my, before podcasts were like really <laughs> well-known thing. <laughs> you're done get it out okay (laughs) they um or before podcasts were a thing and this guy came up to me oh because he was trying to hit on me but he randomly said he had like this paranormal podcast and he's like have you seen have you seen boggy creek have you guys seen that boggy creek boggy creek Mm -hmm. it's like this old Bigfoot movie. I think it's a movie. I don't think it's a documentary, but they kind of present it like a documentary. But it's super old. It's like 70s or something. And the weird thing was, I had never heard of it until like a few days before where my boss mentioned it. And she like, we watched it in the office at work. Hmm. And I was just like, I do know about that. Hmm. I just watched it. And he was like, oh. Well, you, and he gave me, like, his phone number, because apparently his podcast, like, took calls or whatever, and I should have called, and blah, 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 But I was just like, I'm not going to call you, because you're kind of creepy. But it was so weird to me that I remarked about it to Ryan, my husband, about it, and he's like, he's like, that is, like, even Ryan was weirded out, weirded out about it. Like, he was like, do you, he's like, were you, where were you watching it? Were you watching it in a public place? And I'm like, no, I was watching it at work. Yeah. Nobody could possibly know. And it's so obscure. It was really weird. Do you still have his phone number? No. I friended him on... Well, he friended me on Facebook. Because he kept trying to get my number. And I was like, I'm not giving you my phone number. I'm married. And he's like, so? And I was like, okay, well, bye. And then he friended me on Facebook because I gave him... I think I had one of my old knitting cart, like... Etsy knitting cards, so I used to sell things, so I gave him a business card, basically. Okay. I friended him. He just kept calling me sexy and babe, and so then I unfriended him. I'm like, this is not why. Damn it. Sorry. We could be calling him right now. <laughs> yeah. I could prank he call him. He was kind of creepy. <laughs> we could okay. use the name Terry Rist. Yeah. <laughs> just really throw Yes, we could prank him. Hi, this is Terry Rist. I'm calling in with a paranormal story for you. I think mm. he also gave me, like, a demo CD. He's a musician? I wonder if I still have that. He sounds like a dreamboat. (laughs) Anyway, it was weird. Well, um, thank you for sharing that. I don't know what the universe was trying to tell me. Stop talking to strange men in parking lots? Probably. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Hey, boys. I'm in the parking lot. How about men should take no for an answer and stop talking to me in parking lots? That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Thank you. I've never talked to anybody in a parking lot, <laughs> except for a police officer after I got kicked out of a club. <laughs> Synchronicity. <years> <laughs> yeah. We are on a whole different wavelength. <laughs> um, here's the question, though. Looking at those pictures, do they not look like little aliens that could live in caves? Yeah. When you think of... Nocturnal animals, when you think of cave dwellers, 
The, the drawings or the photos? Because the photos, I saw nothing. No, the drawings. With the big eyes, the big ears, the three-fingered... I mean, if they are living in caves, then they would need bigger eyes to see more sunlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe somehow develop goggles to, to see better <laughs> out. But, yeah, I mean, I think right. they would be smaller to fit in the small crevices and to climb around. So Big ears, if they chirp at each other... <laughs> It's like echolocation like bats. Yeah. So they are the things from the descent. Basically. But, but smaller. Yeah. And well, then like... Little little monsters, not midgets. Little monsters <laughs> is what they prefer to be called. <laughs> Please forgive me, little monsters. <laughs> no, little monsters live under your bed. Oh, like Howie Mandel? Yeah. Yeah. Charles. <laughs> I saw him in um, Bobby's World. No, you heard him in Bobby's yeah. World. Well... <laughs> It looked like him, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah, your question. Yes, I think oh. that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they could be from... I mean, it just made sense to me. And the more I looked at it, the more I watched, I was like, they look like something that would live in a freaking cave. Big eyes, big mm-hmm. ears. I looked up the, like, animals on Google, and the blind salam- salamander has, like, three toes, and it kind of reminded me of their little feet prints. Maybe they mutated. Ugh. We don't know. It's creepy. It is creepy. <laughs> the whole thing was creepy. Well, also, I googled David Christie, and there are definitely at least two doctors named David. Christie. I did too. I looked up on Facebook because I was going to friend him. <laughs> what kind of doctor was he? He, I couldn't find him. Oh. At least I didn't think it was him. <laughs> so, I was then just going to start randomly friending every David Christie. I would. I don't need just that send him messages. Friends. Are you the David Christie? I'm sure... Hellier, Kentucky. I'm sure that all of those David Christie's are probably getting bombarded probably. with messages in their life. I only had to type stuff. in, like, half the name, and it came up in Google, yeah. and I'm like, okay, well... David Christie, if your name is David Christie, I'm sorry for you. Yeah. But also, enjoy the fame while it lasts. Yeah. And if you are listening to this, contact us. <gasps> and you're the real David Christie. Yeah. Or if you're just good at faking it. We will come to your farm <laughs> in our mystery machine and investigate... I'm not scared. <laughs> I am, but I'll still come. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen up. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it if you would rate us and review us. Like, write an actual review. It doesn't have to be long. It can just be like, love this podcast. Those are my bitches. So. <laughs> And give five stars, (laughs) as many stars as possible. Um, And also subscribe on whatever you listen to us on. That way we can reach more people and achieve our goal of being funded on a Patreon (laughs) and building our own studio. Yeah. Or like whatever. (laughs) So, um, and thank you again to Adam for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We are probably going to keep watching the series because we all want to know what happens. Um, and there's only five episodes, so it's really not a huge commitment. So be on the lookout for that. And as always, stay mysterious. <laughs> Is that what I'm supposed to say? You said we say it together. Stay, stay mysterious. Together. We all say it on three. Stay, stay mysterious. mysterious. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.